Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lee Miller, and thank you so much for subscribing to our Fast Fridays. Really appreciate it. Today, we are talking about the power of positive talk. I don't know if you've seen the video. It was trending on all the social medias um, at one point in time, but it's a video of two children, Uh, a young girl and a young boy. Uh, They're probably three and they have two apples in front of them and their mom tells them to go ahead and speak terrible, mean things to this apple. They say, you're so dumb. You're so ugly. Nobody's your friend. You know, like these are three and four year olds. Their, their insults, you know, might seem a little, uh, mild, (laughs) if you will. But here they are speaking all these negative things to the apple. They're telling it it's so bad. Nobody's friends with it. And then the mom says, okay, like that's enough. Let's um, say good, positive things to the second apple. There was another apple there and, and the children say all these sweet, nice things. Oh my gosh, you're so kind. You're so smart. All your friends love you. Your mom loves you. You're so pretty. And they're saying all these super sweet, kind things to these apples this other apple. And the mom goes on to then cut the apples in half. And the apple that they said nasty, mean things to was bruised and it was yucky on the inside. So even though the apple looked fine on the outside, the inside was rotten. And the apple that they said all the nice, good things to was a perfectly fine apple. It was a good apple. And the mom says, hey, like, eat the brown apple. They're like, ew, why would we want to eat that yucky apple? And she says, well, you were the one who said all the nasty, mean things to the apple. Like, this is, you did this. This is your fault. The apple was going to be fine. But then you spoke unkind and negative words to the apple. And that's what made it go bad, right? And although this is a very simple, easy to learn message, why is it so hard for us to grasp the concept ourselves when speaking to ourselves? When we look in the mirror, we might say some of those same things that those children said to that apple. You're so dumb. Nobody likes you. You have no friends. You're ugly. You're fat. Whatever. You know the self negative talk that you tell yourself and we don't know it and they might seem mild, right? Like it can be as simple as stubbing our toe and being like, oh, Logan, you're so dumb. Like, why would you run into the wall when ultimately it was an accident, right? Like I didn't intentionally bang my toe into the wall, right? Or when we're getting dressed and we think, oh my gosh, like this shirt looks awful on you. You really need to get to the gym. That is a negative talk. Even if it's a split second, even though you don't even think about it, 
it's still negative self-talk. And ultimately, we are doing the same thing as those children did to that apple who was perfectly good and they made it brown. Another concept is like if you uh, speak kindly or play happy music to seeds, they will grow better than the seeds that did not hear any music at all. And it's the same things with ourselves. We all are a little seed. We all are an apple. And it's the words that we speak to ourselves every single day that will truly impact the course of our day. If you start out your day with affirmations and you say, oh my gosh, like I'm so proud of you. You are so good. You look awesome today. Whatever those feel good affirmations are to you, they're going to completely change your entire mindset for the entire day. But instead, if you wake up late and think, oh my gosh, like I press the snooze again, I'm so lazy, you are fulfilling that prophecy because you're telling it to yourself, right? And the more we tell ourselves these bad things, the more we start to believe them. Even if they start out super, super basic or doesn't seem like that big of a deal, it really is a huge deal. You're literally brainwashing yourself almost to believe these thoughts because our thoughts we know impact our feelings and our feelings impact our actions. So why are you saying worse things to yourself than you would ever say to say your worst enemy, right? Like why are we saying things worse to ourselves than we would ever, ever say to our worst enemy? Right? And I'm not saying it's good to talk smack to your arch nemesis or, you know, badmouth your uh, your competition. But think about it. That person that you despise so much, some of the things that you say to yourself, you would never, ever, ever say to them. Really sit in that feeling. You would not say some of the things to yourself that you wouldn't even dare to say to your worst enemy. Or maybe you would. Maybe you would say those things to your worst enemy. And if that is you, and if you are okay <laughs> uh, starting some beef with a person you despise, think of it in this way. Would you tell that to your five-year-old self? Would you tell that to your 13-year-old self? This impressionable child stage of you, right? Like, would you say that to them? Because I know that I personally would never tear down a child, much less your child self, right? And we all have this inner child in our hearts and in our in our bodies. So we should be treating ourselves with the utmost respect that we would to a child and to speak kinder to ourselves and to give positive affirmations and to reset the course for for our day and our lives. 
some of the things that are very basic, you know, I, while I was thinking about this, uh, quickie episode for you guys, I want to narrow it down to these three segments that we normally are go-tos of negative self-talk. You're dumb, you're fat, you're ugly, right? Like boil down that pretty much covers it all, right? All the negative bad things that you could tell yourself, it probably falls into one of those categories. So the first one, oh my gosh, Logan, you're so dumb, right? Like I sometimes tell myself this when I am in an uncomfortable position, when I am trying so hard to learn something new, I'm trying to push myself out of my comfort zone. I'm trying to rewire my brain and do something different that I've never, ever done before. And I personally, I like being good at things. I don't like to fail. And so when I am met with this, this sort of where I can't do it, right? Like this friction, when I am met with friction, where it slows me down to the point of a crawl, uh, or I'm not picking something up as fast as I would like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. Why can't you get this? Like you literally have a brain. They're getting it. They're getting it. Like, why can't you get it? And instead of speaking this negative you're dumb because when we say something so negative and so limiting, we immediately shut down the part of our brain that looks for the potential and looks for this, the way out of the situation, right? Like when we put this negative self-talk, we immediately put ourselves in a box and we've labeled ourselves in that box so much so we can't get out of the box because we just keep saying you're dumb. Instead, we can shift this to say, you know, I might not know the answer, but I know I can find out or I can find someone who does have the answer and who can tell me that is way more that's that's easier to get out of the box, right? Like that's more profitable. You are able to get the ladder, put it in the box and say, okay, like we can find a way out instead of you're dumb. That puts you in the box, closes the box and throws it in the closet. But when you can say, I don't know yet, but I will know that empowers yourself to then go and chase after finding how we can actually make this a thing, how we can actually find the answer, how we can move past this problem and to our higher self and to the next stage, to the next level, instead of staying so stuck. The next one is very common. You're fat, right? And not necessarily uh, you're fat, but maybe you're out of shape or maybe you don't look as good as you would like to in clothing. And that really can be drummed down to us from social media, from comparison. And we think, oh my gosh, like you're not, you're not fit. You don't have the body you want. And instead of putting myself in the box of, ugh, you're so fat, Logan, or I compare myself to past photos of myself. And I think, oh my gosh, like you used to be fit. I think of myself as my body is to be respected because it is a vessel for my soul, right? It's to be respected. Now that doesn't put me in the box of 
diet culture. I gotta, I gotta go diet. I have to make sure I'm so skinny and and shrink myself. No, it says my body is to be respected. So if that is being respectful as sleeping in and not waking up at the crack of dawn to go work out or respecting myself to wake up early to go work out, it's going to look different for many people, right? Like nobody's going to have the same thing that is going to help them respect their body. But if I say to myself, you know, when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm thinking, oh, this outfit is not doing it for me. Instead of saying and putting the problem on myself as you're just out of shape, like you need to get into shape. That might be true, but I can say I respect my body because it's a vessel for my soul and I'm going to find something different. I respect my body enough to not try to fit it and squish it into a dress that might not not fit. It might be too small. Find a different dress. Size up. The pants that you wore in high school, they probably don't fit right now. Find different pants. You respect your body enough not to try to fit them and squish them. Because I don't know about you, but the last time I wore a pair of denim jeans that was too tight that I had sucked in, got buttoned. My stomach felt horrible the entire day. I could feel my body just trying to escape, right? It felt suffocated. It felt restricted. I don't want to restrict myself because if I put myself in the box of, oh my gosh, you're so fat, and then squish myself into jeans that just aren't for my journey anymore, that aren't for my body anymore, instead of moving on, I'm staying stagnant. And so get a new pair of jeans, get a new dress, respect yourself enough to give yourself that love because your body moves, right? Like it can move you into new situations, new rooms. It can drive you to your favorite coffee shop. You can walk around a track. You can breathe outside. Like your body does so many amazing things. It is so small thinking to just put it in the box of it doesn't look good in this dress that might not even be for me, right? So I like to shift my mind in that way. The next one is you're ugly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Literally beauty one is fleeting, right? Like beauty is fleeting. Um, you might think that you, um, are hot in one moment and then you're going to get old. We're all going to get old. So why do we put such stock into our beauty? I know that I like to feel good. I know I like to invest in skincare and Botox and, and gelling my eyebrows up and getting my hair done and, and doing these things, but we shouldn't have the immediate response of, okay, I'm not wearing any makeup. My hair is not brushed. I am ugly. Instead, because we don't, what is ugly anyways, right? Like I have seen on TikTok so many times nose job videos, right? And it's like people, they're going and getting a nose job and they're so happy. Like I'm happy for them, right? Like their new nose looks beautiful. And then literally the nose, their old nose, if you will, um, I'll see another TikTok and he'll be like, the European nose, and it'll be these gods, um, these statues, these famous people all had the nose that this other person 
didn't want. And it's not to say that person shouldn't have gotten a nose job because that's gonna, that's what's gonna make them happy, right? Like more power to them. They're allowed to change themselves. But what one person might think, ugh, I hate my nose. Another person is idolizing and wishing they had. It's not one thing is better than the other. It's the fact that beauty is literally in the eye of the beholder. So why would you limit yourself and speak that negative over yourself and saying, oh my gosh, like you're ugly. Because what even is ugly? This is the only body, the only face, the only brain that you get. Why would you speak negatively to it so that you are in this lower energy state because you put yourself in a box and you can't, you can't find your way out. So stop it. Stop saying these negative things that you would never, ever, ever tell your worst enemy or even if you would tell your worst enemy, that you would not tell your younger self, that you wouldn't tell a sibling, you wouldn't tell your mom, you wouldn't tell your aunt, your grandma, your sister, your brother, your friend, your coworker, you would not be saying those things. We are our worst critics. We are the meanest to ourselves than we would ever be to anyone else. So stop it. Because you are the only you. You're put here for a reason. You have a gift. You have like every single part of you was put together with purpose and you might not like it and you might want to change some things and that's okay. That might be your adversity that you have to work towards and work through to get to the end goal, right? But you can do that by speaking positively over yourself. Because I don't know about you, but when someone immediately comes to me with hate and they're like, Logan, you've done this wrong, you've done this wrong, you're terrible, you can't do anything right. You wanna know the first thing that I think to do? I think, ew, first off, who are you to tell me what to do, right? Like, and I shut down and I think, you know what? If you don't think it's good enough, I'm not gonna do anything right? Like, because I'm not going to waste my energy on you. I'm going to do something else. Same thing for ourselves. When we speak this negative self-talk, when we hit ourselves so hard with unachievable standards, when we are hitting ourselves with just being freaking negative and mean, we shut down and we think, oh, you're right. There's no way I can come out of this. Instead, we need to shift into being positive, to being encouraged. Because when we are encouraged by others, right? Like a teacher, a friend, a mom, a parent, whatever. We are more apt to say, you know what? You're right. You know what? Like, I do want to try better. You're giving me the encouragement and empowering me to chase after that dream, to learn something I've never learned before, to try a little bit harder, to be happy with where I'm at and and really truly embrace every single part of myself. Just like a good apple will stay a good apple if we speak positive things, you can also speak positive things and continue to be good. And you can also shift yourself, right? Like you can, in the past, if you've ever said mean, bad, hateful things to yourself, you can stop right now 
and you can start saying positive, good, happy things to yourself. And I promise you, it will slowly heal the bruises. That that bad apple, it was probably thrown away in the trash, right? But if you speak positive things to the seeds inside that apple, those few good things inside that apple, they can sprout a whole new tree and a whole new beginning. So I hope that you take this encouragement and this positive self-talk and really implement it and take it to heart. Start speaking nice things to yourself. I promise you, you deserve the nice things. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Like it, comment, share with a friend. Thank you. And until next time, bye.